All right. Good we are morning. here. It's the workers' beat. It is. I'm Gene Lance, and the beautiful redhead is right there. Bonnie Mathias. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We like to start the workers' beat, which is about working families yes, and yes. all the information for them. Yes. January 28th, the Dallas civil courts are supposed to resume jury summonses. I don't know if that's going to happen. You don't think it's going to happen because the COVID's so. not going to get better. Yeah. January 31st is the deadline for applications for the Texas AFL-CIO scholarships and also the deadline for Union Plus scholarships. If you have a teenager graduating high school and you're a union family, you can apply for those scholarships. Yes. January 31st is the last day to register to vote for the primary election. February the 14th is the first day of early voting. And Judy Bryant told me last night that they are definitely going to have a rally downtown at the uh, okay uh, at the federal building where they where they vote. Okay. Well, of course, uh, that's actually the Kennedy Memorials where we actually end up. Right. Okay. So that's Je- February that's the fourteenth at ten o'clock. Valentine's Day. And wear red for Valentine's Day. And, and to show solidarity because that's we're all together in February this. February the 18th is kind of a critical day because it is the last day that the elections department is supposed to receive applications for a ballot to vote by mail. That's and right. we may talk about that some more. We really need to talk about that. Uh, y'all, <clears throat> they are rejecting thousands of applications around the state for various reasons. So we we got we got uh, phone banks going on with the Dallas Democrats reaching out to people uh, to help. So, man, this is a mess. Thanks, Republicans. Let me finish uh, the the dates, though. February the 25th, early voting ends. March the 1st is Election Day. So on the vote by mail application, you say there they're turning down thousands of them. Yes. That means they're held up. It doesn't mean that they're dead. Okay. So this was explained to me by the Dallas County Elections Department. They are being rejected, and the Elections Department is reaching out. If there is contact information on the application, they are reaching out to the applicant and then sending them the correct form or because they're not going to let you correct that form. Now, some they're people are m- using last year's form. Yes. And, of course, the legislature changed it. Yes. And that's one of the problems. And according to the Dallas Morning News, it's, you're absolutely right, 41% of the voter-by-mail applications so far are being held up. And so the, they're, they're working overtime at the elections office. Yeah. To try to resolve this, because you're not supposed to just turn them down and throw them out the window. They're supposed to try to fix it. That's right. And since the legislature has made it so much harder to vote this year, mm-hmm. we're starting to feel that already. And it's made national news. Oh, yeah. We, we are like, we're number one. The we're whole, number one. <laughs> the whole world is watching while Texas makes uh, makes these laws, I like this one from the San Antonio Express News. They say, if you tried to create the most idiotic law your mind could conjure, it would be hard to match the stupidity of the mail ballot application provision of this state's new election law. 
Very good. Very you good. You can call us if you got an opinion on this. Yes. 972-647-1893. Gene Soslow's got an opinion. Yeah, well, I think I just have to interrupt and play these two carts that I somehow missed. Okay, right. so we'll be right back. Two. You bet. Right before our eyes, an invaluable American species is fast disappearing from view. Cartoonus Americanus. These are newspaper cartoonists who've long delighted readers and infuriated power elites. And there's nothing natural about their sudden decline. It's not the result of a dwindling talent pool and certainly not due to a lack of political targets. Rather, what's happening is that their media habitat is being intentionally destroyed. Around the start of the 20th century, some 2,000 newspapers featured their own full-time cartoonists. But in just the last decade, those healthy media environments have shriveled. So now, only a couple of dozen newspapers have these vibrant artistic journalists on staff. One major reason is that most U.S. papers have been gobbled up by profiteering hedge funds that have merged, purged, and plundered these essential local sources of news and democratic discourse. The overriding interest of these Wall Street owners is to cash out a paper's financial assets and haul off the booty to boost their personal wealth. Journalism and democracy be damned. Thus, they view cartoonists as a paycheck that can be easily diverted into their corporate pockets, dismissing the fact that enjoying good local cartoonists ranks as one of the top reasons people give for buying the paper. Note that this mass extermination is not old-school media censorship, but sleight-of-hand money censorship by the new monopolistic order of newspapering. Political cartoonists are still free to express any opinion they want, but the Wall Street system locks them out of their primary marketplace. Censorship is ugly, but eliminating paychecks? Well, that's just business. This is Jim Hightower saying, yet these freewheeling spirits of the cartooning craft are inventing new ways to connect with America's strong demand for their fun and important work. To connect with them, go to editorialcartoonist.com. The views and opinions that are expressed during this program are those of the DJs, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of KNON Radio or Agape Broadcasting Foundation. We're, we're back. back. We're back on the workers' yes, debate. This we are. is Gene Lance and Bonnie Mathias. Good morning. And you can call us at 972-647-1893. I think somebody already did. Yes. Gene, we have a caller. Put them on. Uh, that's Leon line two. All right. Good morning. Good morning, Leon. Good morning. Good morning You're on the morning. air. I had to call now because I'm headed down to the flop parade and I got to get going. Okay. But uh, but uh, you know, a couple of things. Uh, what's happening with the votes being uh, tossed out or disqualified is exactly what the the way the law was designed to do and that's exactly what it's doing that's right so so when people uh were saying that everybody was saying you know they were like poo-pooing it or not taking it seriously right mm-hmm. well, too late now it's serious it's on you well all them all them legislators you know when they spoke to the press they would say oh we're not trying to stop people from we're voting doing we're that. trying to help people vote we're helping <laughs> them and they lied and lied and lied didn't they right. i swear it's just ridiculous these people couldn't tell the truth if it stared them in the face go ahead brother uh 
Well, yeah, well, uh, they're coming up for election, but uh, so we can we can do something about that. But uh, there was one other thing I wanted to mention. Uh, we were, when you're talking about working, well, unemployment, and we were talking uh, about the unemployment rate for African Americans. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So I looked up the uh, Bureau of Labor Statistic page. Mm-hmm. And they had the December. Uh, Did it say seven point one? It's seven point one mm-hmm. overall for African American men. It's seven. I see. And for African American women, it's six point two. And the tragedy okay. is the real tragedy is that for all other categories of workers, unemployment went down in December. Yeah. Only African Americans yeah. went up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, can, can you so explain you it? Walk around in a, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, when you walk around a black neighborhood and you see a bunch of un, unemployed African American men, mm-hmm. there you have the explanation. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Yeah, I see what you mean. In the southern sector, and you drive around, you see why these guys just walk them down the street. Well, do they vote? Do they vote just about like everybody else? Because I this this is a leading question. I'm leading up to something. Do they vote just about like everybody else? What do you mean? What do you mean by do they? Vote well, there was a one of the leading Republicans. One of the leading Republicans said, "Let's if I can find the exact quote." Oh here. my God! This he is said that he said that black people in America vote just like Americans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that was that was uh, uh, Stonewall. Uh, uh, Mitch McConnell. Yes. Turtlehead. Don't so they vote just like Americans. Somebody said yeah, he needs right. to pull in his chins. <laughs> I thought that was hysterical. Yeah, well, that just goes to show you uh, what these people are in positions of real power, mm-hmm. how yeah. they really think. That's right. And, we know how they feel. Right. They ain't so fooling they, nobody. Mm-hmm. And they create these laws that are designed basically to stop black people in particular from voting. Mm-hmm. People of color. People of color and poor people. Let's, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Well, this one's hitting the old people. Yeah, this one's hitting old, the people, old people big time because they vote by mail. Yeah. We got we to gotta move on, Leon. There's people waiting. All right. Thank you. Much. Thanks, yeah, Leon. Thank you for calling. Have fun at the parade. 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Happy New Year's and happy Dr. King's month. Thank you, thank you. That's true. I just want to, I I hear your calls. We just don't have enough time to say what we want to say, but I want to let you know, this is the only station. We only get one hour a week. And so two hours in the morning, we're up morning at three hours. Mm -hmm. And this is the only place. And so I'm going to leave it there. But, Gene, there's two books I want my people to uh, look at. It's called The New Jim Crow by Michelle Alexander. Mm-hmm. The New Jim Crow. And it'll explain why they most of our people can't vote. Uh, most of them, yeah, it'll, it'll explain what, what exactly what, how they planned it. Uh, everything was planned. Then the next book I want to read is called The Death of a King. By Dr. King by Tavis Riley. And it'll tell you why Dr. King died. Mm-hmm. And he, why he got killed, murdered. Uh, he was killed because... I was in Vietnam. I was going to go to Vietnam at that time, and uh, and and I, I studied this a long time. And he was. They didn't start another war. First of all, you didn't get another war. Russia had a hundred thousand troops on the line, and they have to do that. A man spoke about this in 1961. Uh, Eisenhower, Google it. 
military industrial complex. That's right. That's right. And then you got to do your math. Uh, and and the, now, the Vietnam lasted 21 years. We lost the war. 58,000 people, 2 million people died. Then you got Afghanistan. Ain't that funny? It's about 20 years. Same amount of time. And all of a sudden, well, every time the bottom people, all us poor whites, all us poor blacks, start rising, then all of a sudden we get a big war. Isn't that funny how that works? You think it's just, you think it's, you think that they're spacing these out just to get a new crop of young men that can die? Well, I, like I tell people, I love this country. And they'll say, thank you for your service. And I say, no, I didn't really go because I wanted to go kill some people. I went because I was too poor not to go. I had jail or hell. I chose hell. But really, hell was at home <laughs> when I came back. So that that's what I'm trying to tell the young young younger people because the old people already locked and boxed in the white supremacy, mm-hmm. and it's going to be hard to get them out. But if we want to save this country, and you really love this country, we will use we will we'll call it critical race theory. We'll call it reality. Right, <laughs> reality <Okay>. theory. <laughs> All right. So, I'm going to let you go, but I'll tell you, I love my country, and I got a library, and I study. I don't just talk on the radio because I like to be here myself, but I really love this station. I love you, but every two Caucasians, I know that's good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I appreciate that. Well, you know we got Gene Soslo here. He's a good one, too. All right, we thank you. (laughs) And you can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. The station just absolutely loves it when you call. Of course, the reason that they are blocking everybody's ability to vote by mail right now, they say, is because of rampant voter fraud. Rampant voter fraud. they are lying. Which does not exist. This is the big lie. Yes. But they did find some. Oh, they did. The Michigan Attorney General is looking into 16 Republicans who filed... Oh, my God. ...who filed false credentials claiming to be the state's electors after Michigan voted Democrat in 2020. (laughs) The shock of the last week was when certain Republicans, and I heard Mr. Cornyn say this, the Senator Cornyn... Cornyn? ...himself... They said that they were trying to pay homage to Dr. King, the great civil rights leader, and learn the lessons of Dr. King and all that, while at the same time voting to cut off voter rights. Cutting, voting to keep people from voting, the very thing that got everybody started in the civil rights movement in the 1950s was the right to vote. And here they are voting to keep us from voting. Yes. While they say, oh, we love Oh, Dr. we love King. you. We love Dr. King. We love you. Yes. Well, I want to read what Liz Shuler said. This, this, this is about a minute. Liz Shuler is the president of the AFL-CIO. She said, quote, it is unfathomable that our democracy is dangerously fragile because of the obstructionist tactics of senators who refuse to sideline an outdated rule conceived during segregation. Yep. These were the same tactics that some, as Dr. King put it, quote, misguided senators, end quote, (laughs) used to block civil rights legislation more than 50 years ago. And here we are fighting the same fight again. We should expect that our leaders are capable of learning from the past and do not get in the way of progress. Voting rights should not be a tough vote. And we will remember those senators who chose to stand on the wrong side of history. That's Liz Shuler. President of the AFLC. I'm very proud of the way 
the AFL-CO and the labor movement has responded to the voting rights crisis. I heard Claude Cummings speak, uh, I heard him twice yeah. at the COPE yeah. conference over the last week. COPE stands for uh, Committee on Political Education, and it's basically the political arm of the union movement. Unions are prohibited from from pro- participating directly in unions, so in politics. In politics, that's So right. what they have to do is, uh, is, is work, is uh, set up an entirely different organization that doesn't have any money, by the way. Right. Has uh, to beg for money. And, and the, the, uh, you can give to the political action arm yeah. of your union yeah. uh, by joining COPE. But you can't, your dues can't go Your dues it. doesn't, it's a separate, whole separate deduction out of your paycheck. So no, ma- no you matter how much, you never see it. No matter how much money a union has, they can't spend it on That's politics. Right. That's They're right. not allowed to. Would you like to but hear anyway, the, the they held the thing and they, they did a, they did a, a resolution. Yes. On voting rights. And, yes. and it was delivered by our own famous redhead, Miss Bonnie Mathias. To the entire labor movement of Texas. I did. And you did the resolutions. I did. My my best friend, Nancy Hall, was not feeling well. Mm-hmm. And I had helped her the day before. Uh, she's She was the chair of the resolutions committee. You're both from the communication workers. Yes. And uh, so when we... We got going uh, yesterday morning. I asked her she how she felt, and she and I and our sister down in Corpus Christi, Christy Vite, were all suffering with the cedar fever. Uh, I was I don't have high blood pressure, so I could take a pseudoephedrine and dry that sucker right up. <laughs> but cedar cedar is bad here, but it's worse, oh, it's worse in Austin. Oh, it's horrible. So. Uh, I, I was able to deliver the uh, the report from the resolutions committee. It was uh, great. They we all of the resolutions that were pre- presented to the committee were passed uh, unanimously. We had one uh, from the flight attendants and the uh, d- transport workers union about safety mm-hmm. in airports and on airplanes. What about voter rights? We have we had one on voter rights because that folks I'm just gonna say it and I told Gene this earlier without voting rights we don't have anything mm-hmm. we have nothing so this I don't care what you do what you say how you vote you must vote you must talk to your representatives and explain to them how critically important voting is. We will lose our democracy. This is not hair on fire. Well, it is hair on fire. Sorry. (laughs) It is hair on fire time because it's hair on fire time. They are trying to take our democracy. That's true, and several speakers said so. Rick Levy said so in his introductory remarks. Absolutely. Liz Schuler, who is the the national president of the right. AFL-CIO, said so. Uh, Beto O'Rourke, whom I understand they have endorsed for governor, yes. he said so. And everybody else said so. Do we have to take a break? We do. We do have to take we'll a break. Right when back. we get back, I want to tell you how to deal with your vote-by-mail application. I got to work this morning. We're back on the we workers' beat, and the number is 972-647-1893. Bonnie, what was that you said? It's not just hair on fire time. But Running down the street naked hair on fire time. <laughs> we're talking about voting rights. 
And it is, uh, it is critical right now. The vote-by-mail applications are being held up. Now, unfortunately, the screaming headlines are saying that they're being thrown out. They're not being thrown out. They are being held up, some of them. And the biggest problem is that people get last year's forms. You cannot use last year's form because it doesn't have the new restrictions that the legislature put on them. So if you get a vote-by-mail application, which you can get from the Secretary of State or from registertovote.org or from vote... Dallas... From the Dallas, Dallas County Votes dot com or dot org, Dallas County Votes dot org, Dallas Democrats dot org. You can get an application. You can get an application. And it's the new application. Yes. You can tell it's the new application because you can barely read it. Yes. Because it's, it's in a little bitty, 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 bitty type. And it, it reminds you that somebody does not want you to vote. <laughs> That's right. But you can beat them at this game. Get your magnifying glass out. You know, if you and, uh, and, a, and a light or ask. Ask your grandkids. This is what all of us older people say is ask your grandkids. Well, if you ain't got no grandkids. Your grandkids can see it even if you can't. If you don't have any grandkids, call the the neighbors. They got kids. If you've got the right application, there's a box on the right at the top that says that you must provide identification. And it says that you can provide one kind or another kind. Don't do that. Go ahead and provide both Oops. kinds. That's right. If you have a Texas driver's license, you put that first. Or, or a Texas ID, state Texas state ID, which is the same basic num- number. If you have one of those. Yes, it's the same number mm-hmm. of characters as your as a driver's license. Okay. And and you add your the last four digits of your social security number. So put them both because the way the law was written it could be one or the other, and you don't know which one it is. So put them both. And then on the, and on the left-hand side, I think it's the second or third box, it asks for your, information, your contact information, and it says it's optional. Don't think of it as optional. Put your contact information because that way they can get back to you. The people that are struggling to get these things through can get back to you and clear up any problems that you may have had. That's right. So, Fill out that. Put your name, uh, your your uh, phone number, and your uh, email if you have one. Then on down where it says <laughs> annual application. Now, this is the only problem people had last year. Right, right. Now they've got the other two problems. Yes. But <laughs> <laughs> down where it says annual application, if you check annual application, that means you can vote by mail all year. You don't have to apply over and over again just once. That's right. And, but... If you check annual application, you also have to pick a political party because in the primary elections that you're going to vote by mail, mm-hmm. the ballots are different. That's right. Some of the Democrats get one and the Republicans get a different one. That's so right. you have to check one of the political parties. You can mm-hmm. also check and all resulting runoffs. That way, that way you're covered That's for right. the entire for the year. Whole year. So just remember those three things. You need two identifications in the identification box. You need to put your contact information, and you need to get the annual application part right. But really, if you put your contact information in there, they are going to straighten this out before February the 18th. That's, that's what they're telling us. Because, well, they pretty much have to. Well, yeah, they do. Yeah. So yeah. 
So you can vote by mail, and the, the Alliance for Retired Americans, which I think is the greatest, or, uh, greatest thing since sliced bread, the Alliance for Retired Americans wants you to vote by mail because here's a very, very good reason. Some people are saying, well, vote by mail, it looks like it's a little harder than it was last year, so I'll just vote in person. Vote by person is going to be a lot harder. Yeah. Than yeah. it was. The people that tried to stop you from voting by mail <laughs> are also trying to stop you from voting in person. That's right. So don't don't put it off. Get your application yeah. to vote by mail if you're over 65, disabled, or otherwise qualified. It Get must... your application to vote by mail. Fill it out properly, as I just explained, and you will be able to vote by mail, and you will not have to face right. the terrible conditions that they are preparing for you at the polls. Right, Bonnie? Yes, yes. And make sure. Now, it has to be received by the Dallas County Elections Department or by your county elections by February 18th. Mm. Not so postmarked, got, received. So you still got three weeks. Yes. But it would be better if you started soon. Yes. Because they are understaffed. <sighs> And they're having trouble straightening out all the ones that they've already yep. had trouble with. The people, people that used last year's forms, yep. people that didn't put both kinds of, of, uh, of information for their identification section, people who did not check annual application, right. and it was, well, people who did collect, did check annual application, but did not say party. which party. Right. Either any of those things will hold you up. It does not mean it's been rejected. It does not mean they have burned it in the trash can. No, it does not mean they have thrown it out the window. It just means it's going to take them longer yep. to straighten it out. Yep. So if you put your contact information on there, they will get back to you, yes. and they will straighten it out. Yes. Don't believe it when people tell you that you can't vote by mail in Texas. That's, yeah, it's, it's not, not true. It is hard. It's harder than it was. It is. But it is not nearly as hard as facing the polls this year. We'll be talking about that later when, when it comes up after February 14th well, because people that, people that go in to vote in person are going to see a different world than they did uh, in previous elections, in, in previous elections going all the way back to Jim Crow. I, I think, honestly, I think the primary is going to be just fine. Okay. I want people to understand we are having our first joint primary. Mm -hmm. So when you walk into the polling location, there are not going to be two lines. There is not going to be a Republican line and a Democrat line. There is one line. Mm -hmm. There may be two for, for logistics sake, but everybody, you walk up, present your ID. Your ID is scanned. They ask if that's all correct. They turn the screen around you make sure all the information is correct, and you choose Democrat or Republican. Mm. When but that we're, not, screen... we're not worried that much about voting in person right now. Oh, the, yeah. The big problem right now <laughs> is voting by mail. Right. And if you, if you provide your contact information on your application to vote by mail, and if you got this year's application, then uh, you will probably you will be worked out, yeah. and you will be able to vote by mail in Texas. 972-647-1893. How important is it, Bonnie, that people fight back this year? Oh my gosh! I if we have got, I I get so very frustrated listening to the pundits. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. Well, you know, it's it, yeah, yeah. That's what they call themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, it's it's history. They we always the president always loses the house in the midterms. We cannot claim that. Mm-hmm. We must claim we will not allow the GOP to destroy our democracy. So we're going to fight back. We are going to fight back. You think you saw a lot of people vote in 2020 Mm -hmm. and in 2021? You just wait. You just wait. And it ain't over. No. Now, I thought it was over when the legislature finished. And then some people people (laughs) thought it was over last week when the Republicans blocked the voting rights legislations that they were trying to pass in the Congress. However, it ain't over, and it's not going to be over at least until November. So the fight is on, and it's going to last for the next 10 months. And the question is, where are you going to be as the armies form up? Protesters called out AT&T, Bonnie's favorite corporation. They called out AT&T on Martin Luther King Day because they say they support voting rights, and they they say they support MLK, but they are funding Governor Abbott, who is an enemy of voting rights. (laughs) He's the enemy of the people. So there was a very good protest down there at that fancy, that place where the AT&T took over the whole block and won't let you ride your bicycle through there. That's the Discovery Center. They have their own guards. The Discovery Garden. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. It was a pretty lot. I think it cost $11 million, if that's any. It has, you know. it has very pretty lights. You can yes, see Yes, it. it's real pretty. But you can't ride your bicycle through yeah, there because the right. uh, guards will stop you. So so they called out uh, AT&T, and there's a bunch of other corporations that have been funding the very guys yeah. that are trying to stop us from voting. And that is really, really, really too bad. But we're against it here on KNON, yes. and we hope we are joining with you in standing up for freedom and the right to vote during this year. Not everybody is, of course, uh, but some are. What other important endorsements came up, uh, Bonnie, at the COPE conference? Because the uh, the unions are not allowed to tell you to vote how, how to vote. Right. But they are allowed to announce who they endorsed. Right. So can you announce some of those endorsements, Bonnie? Do you remember some of the people that they endorsed? Well, I can tell you that, of course, Beto was endorsed. For uh, Beto O'Rourke for, for governor. For governor, that's right. What about lieutenant governor? Uh, Mike Collier. Mike Collier yeah. was endorsed by, right. for lieutenant governor. Yeah. And we had a hot one here for state rep. <laughs> Uh, Chris Leal yeah. Uh, yeah. in District 114, very, very popular among the teachers, and there's a good reason for that. Yes. yes. What's the reason? He is a teacher, uh-huh. and he's a union member. He's a member of AFT. I see. Uh, smart young man. Smart young man. I'm, I'm, I think so it's great. So the teachers are really, really supporting this guy, uh, Chris Leal. Yeah. And uh, the AFT, American Federation of Teachers, has already endorsed him. That's and right. And then at the COPE conference, the Texas AFL-CIO endorsed him on the recommendation of the Dallas AFL-CIO. That's which, right. Which, by the way, had a grueling couple of weeks of screening. Thanks so much to the 30-odd oh. People who volunteered and, their time and to help Mariah, screen candidates. Sister Mariah Warwick for running it all and, and keeping straight keeping on all it the statistics. All straight, that's right. How many candidates did they have? Oh my gosh, like eighty? No, it was more than ninety. Oh my god, it was more than ninety. Oh my god, that was the last count that I heard. See, I lost count. Yeah, 
Because a lot of people want Labor's endorsement because right. working people are more and more important in our electoral procedure. I can remember back in the days when people used to say, well, I don't reason I don't vote is because there ain't no difference between the candidates. But that Oh, is, yes, there is. Those days have passed I, a long time ago. And I want you to know on Wednesday, uh, we had our Texas AFL-CIO executive board meeting mm-hmm. with uh, labor leaders from all over the state. And we heard from 75 candidates mm-hmm. from 11 till about 6. Um, we didn't even break for lunch, so there you go. Uh, and we heard from Republicans. Mm-hmm. We had Republicans come and give us their three-minute spiel as to why they think they're the best candidate. Mm-hmm. Now, and of course, they? I don't believe we endorsed any of them, but, you know. There was they, a time when people spoke. used to say there was no difference between one party and the others. But uh, the the nation, it, it isn't the nation that got polarized. It's the political parties. Yeah. The political right. parties themselves polarized themselves in the primary elections. Anybody who might speak up for working people got primaried. He got, right. he, he got defeated. Kicking them to the curb. And, uh, <laughs> and the oil interests. Yep. The oil interests who are behind this whole thing, in my opinion, and I don't mean to sound like a conspiracy theorist. Oh, yeah. But the Koch Koch brothers and ALEC, the American Legislative Executive Council. Exchange Council. Yeah. They're out of the oil industry. And the And in, in my opinion, the dark money that has changed the face of American politics came basically from hot fossil fuels. Because in... These United States, Mm -hmm. when they stuck Citizens United out there, which doesn't Mm -hmm. that sound like, that sounds nice, right? Kind of like right to work. But it was. Uh, They were the ones that lost. That's right. (laughs) So now corporations are actually people and money is actually speech. So if you're a corporation with a lot of money, you can talk louder than everybody else. Mm Mm-hmm. That's not right. Here's a poll about that. The Gallup poll noted that the Republican Party's advantage over Democrats in the United States appears to be tapering off as the polling group found that the grand old party, that's Republicans, currently has just a 2% point lead over Democrats, 46% to 44%. And the margin of error was 1%. So (laughs) actually, it's it's an even split. I I actually have a new uh, definition of GOP. What does GOP stand for? Greed over people. Greed over people. That makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. That's right. Oh, and if you're interested in the Texas AFL-CIO endorsements, Google Texas Mm AFL-CIO. And uh, about halfway down, it will say Texas AFL-CIO endorsements. Yeah, it's easy to remember their website because it's TexasAFLCIO.org. That's right. Spelled out, Texas AFLCIO.org. Oh, and there's a hyphen. No, there's not. No hyphen. Is there a caller? Uh, We had a caller who wanted to know how to receive a voter application by mail. An application to vote by mail. Yes. Okay, Bonnie, what what do you do that? You can uh, call the elections department during regular business hours. I believe Mm -hmm. it's 8 to 4.30, and ask them for an application. Mm -hmm. You can also get one online. If you are able to print, you can get one online Mm -hmm. at several different 
locations online. Let me plug my website, uh, the Texas Retired Americans. It's it's http colon slash slash <laughs> Texas Retired Americans. Right. And if you go there, there's all kinds of instructions on how to, to uh, vote good. by mail. And all of the things that I just outlined in the last section about uh, how to get around the problems that the legislature created, that's all on Texas retiredamericans.org. That's and, good. And that's if you're good. over 65 and you're not voting by mail, you're making an error because if you think it's hard to vote by mail, wait till you get to going to the polls and voting by person because they all, they didn't, the same people that try to keep you from voting by mail are also trying to keep you from voting in person. Meantime, Senator Ted Cruz has a lawsuit against campaign spending caps because he he extended he went over his limit you know on, on campaign he, like, spending. Did he like pay himself for some noise yeah. like that? Yeah. And, How uh, do you do that? How do and you the case is, Well, they they got him for it, but then he appealed <laughs> to the Supreme Court. I know. And it is according to the Washington Post, it is likely uh. that the Supreme Court will vote in his favor. Well, that's just shocking. And that will be another blow <laughs> to to voting integrity in in America. Well, I would like to tell you about the little note that I sent to our senators this What'd past week. Uh, dear Senator Cruz, actually, I didn't say that. You didn't say dear? I didn't. <laughs> Are you paying attention? Do you even care? Do you understand the consequent, what the consequences are for your lack of action on the right to vote? You speak of the Constitution often. When will you begin to defend that document to stand up for the rights of Texans? The Texas GOP, including you and your partner in crime, Senator Cornyn slash Cruz, are instrumental in the state of emergency in Texas and across the nation. Texas has the highest percentage, percentage of uninsured and child poverty. Mm-hmm. How do you sleep at night? And how do they, I wonder? I'm sure, you know, most of the, the comments say that they sleep very well because they don't care. we have to take a break, but I got, I got one more thing. The Texas Tribune reports that the state is dramatically limiting the number of voter registration forms going out to groups they seek to sign up. They say there's a paper shortage. Time for a break. Okay. We're back on the Workers Beat with Bonnie Mathias and Gene Lance. Mostly we've been talking about your right to vote. And just before the break, I mentioned that the Secretary of State is saying he just doesn't have enough voter registration forms. So groups that go and get them in bulk, you know, people go like League of Women Voters, for example, and other organizations, they, they want a bunch of them. Right, Bonnie? They will not give them out. And the Secretary of State say, no, you can't have them. So, we, we, we begged at the Dallas County Elections Department for a stack of the new forms, mm-hmm. and we were told, here's one. They gave you one. One. And uh, he actually told the League of Women Voters, you have to, cut, you have to make your own copies. We're not going to make them for you. Oh, so, 
972-647-1893. You have to hurry, though, because we only have five minutes, and uh, then we have to shut down because they, they have a 10-minute break now yes. between programs. so we can clean up in between. Because of COVID. Speaking of elections, Governor Abbott had $65.2 million in campaign cash. You remember when the first... First candidate had more than a million dollars. I remember that. Yeah, it was like, oh my God, they're they're whoa. spending a million dollars on and the now governor's look race. Look at this! Look at this mess we're in. And he's the, and Governor Abbott. Well, you know, he I has sixty. I have a lot more money than Beto. He's got sixty-five point two million dollars. That's thirteen times as much as the Democrat has. Although I think the Democrat outraised him just in the first, he first did. six months because they. Uh, or the first month, because uh, they didn't give what Gordon Abbott raised in the first month. Right. So he ain't saying. No. Two of the biggest uh, Republican donors were named in the same article, and they're both from Dallas. And they also raised big money. What do you Not know? nearly as much as Governor Abbott. That the two big uh, fundraiser or donators from Dallas are Kelsey Warren. <gasps> oh! Clyde Warren pi- Park. The Pipeline King. Encore. And Harlan Crow. Kelsey Warren and Harlan Crow oh give God. so much money that it that they, they're saying in the article that they overwhelm the people who give five or ten or twenty dollars, you know, because they give Of course they do. So such big Because amounts. they are the boss. Get mm-hmm. that through your head. Beto's contributions are th- are small money, small yeah, donors. Yeah, he gets a lot of them. A though. lot of them. Mm-hmm. You got Hot Wheels over there raking it in mm-hmm. from the oil and gas industry. That's right. And do not let him get away with saying anything about why the grid failed last year. Uh-huh. He was the attorney general when Rick Perry slammed through deregulation into Texas. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why we're in the mess we're in. I see. And if it gets cold, we'll really know. Billionaires upped their campaign contributions from a relatively modest $31 million in the 2010 elections. Oh, yeah. This was right after that uh, court case that Bonnie talked about, Citizens, Citizens United. Yes. They raised, uh, they paid thirty-one million in twenty ten, and they have increased that to one point two billion with a B in the most recent presidential cycle, a nearly forty-fold increase, according this, to Citizens for Tax Fairness. This is so crazy. We have a caller, Gene. So the big money is really buying into the elections. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello? You're on the air. Yes. Hello? Mm-hmm. Oh. Hello, hello? Yeah, you're on the air. Oh, hi. 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 You sure? Yeah, oh, I was calling. Uh, I had called about the uh, the registration form. If you're sending copies, could you send one to my email? I don't know. I got transferred over to you. Uh, you I can't like get them by email. You, yes. Yeah, I can okay. send you. Uh-huh. Can, I, I, can I come to the office and get one? I, Give me an address? I mean, I will make more and hand them out. You know, uh, you know, for people to vote. Sure. Are you, are you okay. online? Can you get can you get something? Can you get something online? Can you get uh, something yeah, online? Because yeah. you can download yeah. a, a a good 2022 version from the Secretary of State's office. Uh, you have to look okay. for it. Go to the Secretary of State's office and then put in the search and the search thing. Put the vote by mail application, and you'll you get it that it. way. Now, Bonnie, you want to give him an address where he can come by? You can go to 1520 
Round Rock, I'm sorry, Round Table Road. Mm -hmm. And that's off of... That's the elections office. That's the elections office, 1520 Round Table Road. And that's at Regal Row and Stemmons. Mm -hmm. Get an app. You know where that is? Yes, very very familiar with the area. All right. Go over there to the elections department and get a a copy or a form, and you can make as many copies as you want to. And and they used to give you a bunch of them. Yeah, but not anymore. Now you get one. Because the Secretary of State says they're out of paper. Well, it's not because of that. Uh, it's because he's a jerk. But the the Alliance for Retired yeah, Americans I, is suing them. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. The Texas Alliance for Retired Americans is suing them over voter rights. I sure do and appreciate you doing letter, that, sir. We put out a letter yesterday yeah. saying, "Look, you got seven billion dollars, and you're saying you you can't put, you can't print some uh, well, some voter man, registration well, form. Can't do that. Uh-uh. The thing is, well, can't do that. Even though they have been lying all along." The thing is, they're trying to keep you from voting. That's it. And you have to fight that. So we need more brothers like this man who's going to go and get an application to make copies and get them out there to his friends and relatives. That's that's inspirational. That is inspirational. Brother, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thank you. You have a good day, man. Thank you for the information. You bet. You too. Thank you. Thanks. Keep up the fight. That's it. See, we need a whole yeah. bunch of people doing that. Just think about those college students in that bus that they set on fire. Yep. So that people had the right to vote. That's right. Now, I'm not asking you to sit in a bus that no. get on, that's on fire. That's right. I am only asking you to apply to vote by mail if you're eligible. That's right. And you can do this. Just be sure that you put the contact information in there because they may have some, uh, some way to know. snag it up. You know? Never know. Put the contact information, even though it says optional, on the application. And that way they will get it straightened out yep. before the deadline, February the 18th. Yep. Well, I think we're about ready to have to hit the dusty trail because uh, I see that the next show is waiting in the Are you going to keep up the fight during this coming week? Oh, honey? my gosh. I'm going to be fighting so hard this week. Uh, and, folks, if you're interested in being an election worker, we need you. If you're interested in being a poll watcher, we need you. What number Please they call? Go to DallasDemocrats.org mm-hmm. and complete the application to either volunteer or or be an election worker. Enter we need you. I, I, man, you have no idea what that would mean. <laughs> uh, uh, please understand, we don't have somebody sitting at the front desk to answer the phone. I so you that don't have means that much money. No, we don't have that much money. So that would mean mm-hmm. I would be answering the phone, and that would mean I get nothing done. Right. And it's important for me not to be on the phone. We have to go. Say goodbye, Bonnie. Goodbye, Bonnie.